Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends sit down and discuss where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name's Jordan Ferguson. And this is episode 52. Five, two. Um, Not the anniversary show. Not the anniversary show. This is just the show that marks the fact that we've done a year of podcasts. (laughs) Even though Facebook Memories informed me that it was well over a year ago that I announced the debut of this show. Yes. But we didn't have to. Caitlin has decided this is not the anniversary show. It's not the anniversary show. So, like all great men, I just defer to the woman in my life. Because I'm right. Super, super right. Soup's right. Wait, no, not that right. I mean, left. I'm left. You have to be careful <laughs> no, no, these days. No, super. Somebody's just going to lift that audio. And yeah, just, I know. No, they have a, no, they have a clean, drop, it. clean drop of saying how super right you are. Yeah. Uh, no, I am correct, <laughs> by and large. Well, whether or not it's the anniversary show or not, you can go back and verify yourself by listening to all 51 of our other episodes through many ways, question mark? There, there are quite a few. The two main two, <laughs> the two main ones being SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash GeekDownPod. Give us a follow on there. You will get a notification every time a new episode goes live. As well, uh, uh, iTunes. <laughs> I always forget about that one because I don't. I don't. Put her on the have... spot. Android girl over there doesn't know nothing about no, no iTunes. I know nothing about it. Click subscribe, top right corner on your iTunes. Chauncey, ya man's. He's been keeping busy lately. Got a lot of protests to go to. Yeah. He was out there filing motions on behalf of the ACLU last night. Because he is part of the the real life superheroes. He is. Follow him on Twitter. Alt Chauncey Internet Elf. <laughs> Chauncey will bring you piping hot fresh installments of the Geek Down every week. And there are, the reason we mentioned other ways is because apparently there are other weird podcast, what are they called? <laughs> Players? Players? Yeah, I guess. Though some of them, you know, take up the pauses. Some of them speed them up. Um, if you're using Pocket Cast, if you're using Stitcher, if you're using uh, TuneIn Radio, I believe any of those, they all kind of go through the, I- the iTunes podcast directory. We are on there. Our feed is on there. If you give us a search in any of your podcast playing apps, we should show up. Geek Down Podcast. Beautiful. Stuart Thursby certified design logo. I won't try and name the colors because Stuart will get mad because I'll name them wrong. I'll just be yeah, like, it's just... pink and green. And he'll be like, no, no it's cyan and cerulean. I'm pretty pretty sure cyan is a yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, here. No, because in CMYK, the C is for cyan. Which is the greenish and the M is magenta and the yellow. The Y is for yellow and the K is for black because graphic designers make no sense. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. That ends graphic design talk for the day. Hey, Kate, how's it going? <laughs> um, It's been weird. It has been. Friends, I was listening back to last week's episode, as I do, as we know. Love to go back and listen to our old episodes. Yes. I'm apparently very weird like that. Most podcasters seem to just throw them out into the wind and just be like, nah, fuck it, and they're gone. I, I listen to them mostly because I'm always interested to see the way things have been cut mm. and what you've picked for the end. <laughs> oh, the tag, yes. Always listen past the, the closing theme, friends. There's usually some form of stupidity I've tacked on there. Um, li- but listening back to last week's episode, I was like, man, yeah, we got pretty we got pretty deep into, into hey, Kate, what's up with politics? 
And we didn't even mean to. Didn't even mean to. Just really happened organically. But I was kind of like, eh, you know, I don't, I don't. The people may want to commiserate, but it's not really. It was a geeky podcast. We don't really want to yeah. do that. And then the fucking world exploded again. It, and it, it didn't explode. It melted down. Like the joke I made to my friend who has come up on the show before, colloquially, affectionately known as the kid. It was her birthday the night dipshit got elected. Right. Like that was, that's the story. I had a lovely dinner with her and, you know. Really made her feel good and made her birthday special and boop, put her in her Uber and, you know, just opened my phone and stopped dead in the middle of College Street in Toronto. Just like, what has happened? Yesterday, Saturday, the kid and I went for brunch out in uh, the Leslieville area of Toronto, the East End. Yes, I where I used to live. Shouts to Lady Marmalade. Um, it's a fabulous brunch spot for all you hippies out there. Um, not the best Eggs Benny in the city. No, it is. I remember us having a deep conversation about this. That that title still is owned by Petit Déjeuner on King Street, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. At me, if you got better Benny suggestions, I'm always open to it. And then afterwards, uh, I really wanted to... I had one goal yesterday, and that was to pick up the uh, fresh reissue of Since I Left You by The Avalanches on vinyl, which is Fantastic. one of my favorite albums and yeah. has been out for a very long time. And I really I wanted to go, wanted to go do that. And Tiny Record Shop which is a really kind of sleeper record shop. I almost don't even want to say it because I don't want that many people to know. <laughs> I don't I don't want to broaden their appeal. We don't have that many fans. Most I don't want to broaden their appeal. Most of them live out of Toronto, so True. I think you're good. I don't want any of the, the crate diggers out there who are not up on Tiny Record Shop to start blowing up the spot. Um, they did not have it, and so then I called uh, Cops Records on Queen, and they did have it, uh, but that was a ways away. We would have had to take the streetcar. But in that area of Toronto on Queen Street, there are like 15 stores that all sell different versions of the same things. Right. They're just little knickknacks and yeah. necklaces and rings and pins and candles and yep. succulent plants and shit like that. You know, just knickknacks and shit. And the kid had to stop in every one of them. Yeah. When I used to live there, I spent my, basically my Saturdays just walking up Apparently, and down. Apparently, this is a vagina thing. She was just like... Had to stop at everyone. I was like, they have the exact same things that the other store did. But They're okay. not the exact same. This one's a different color. Um, and so I'm just like standing down an aisle while she was, you know, browsing. I don't even know secondhand shoes or something. And <laughs> open my phone, and top thing on Facebook, someone had shared a post by Mother Jones, an actual news organization, a respected, objective news organization. It was a story about the things that were happening that day, and the status update was, dear God, what have we done? I said, that bodes well. Oh, yeah. What's happening? And then I opened the story and went, oh, you fucking idiots. Yep. That's really the best way I can sum that up. Yep. You fucking idiots. And then to watch Dipshit's chief of staff, Reince Priebus, which sounds like some sort of... <laughs> Infection? Scatological disorder. Intestinal <laughs> disorder. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mr. Ferguson, I'm afraid you've got Reince Priebus. Oh, my God. Is it terminal? Yes. Um, What to watch him on Meet the Press this morning and just being like, no, we totally had a plan. It was fine. He's just flopping around like a perch on a deck just out of water. What, just What? What makes my brain hurt a little bit is just the just the, the lies. They don't even care anymore. No, they do not. It is just, yeah, their alternative facts are just, they don't care. But it's like, 
I've never seen anything like this in my life, and I've never felt anything like this in my life. And there's this underlying sort of daily anxiety, right? It's just, it's when am I going to have to make the human barrier to protect my friends? <laughs> yeah. like that is basically when am I going to have to grab my backpack with my candles and my canned food and like get out of the blast radius? Like, I just, there's this underlying anxiety I always have now, you know. Um, when am I going to start to try and sneak people out of the United States? Like, yeah, I'm right? honestly, that's kind of, I'm at this weird level, like you said, that I've I've never had to experience anything like this. And I mean, I remember our our, our friend, our friend Kayam, Kayam real political, and over the years during the campaign and whatnot, and as this sentiment was always kind of burbling up every once in a while. Kaim would, you know, make jokes about, not even jokes, he would just kind of be like, you know, waiting for the day they come for me. Yeah. Type of thing. And thinking to myself, like, oh, that's, it's sad that it's feasible. But in the back of my head thinking, but it's, it never happened. Who would actually attempt that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. How would you ever attempt that? Whoops. Yeah. So, yeah. But for the time being, sanity has prevailed because for the time being america is still a country of laws yes so the american civil liberties union was able to defuse and shut down all of that nonsense and allow uh, for now for now and allow until they figure out how to get around that to what end i don't even i don't even fucking know like to what purpose how could anyone look at it and go yeah, this makes sense. It's a good idea. This is a this is a good idea. This is a sound idea. This is definitely a thing that should happen. And I'm not even here. I don't even want to poke fun at Trump for holding up his signature. Like, look, Daddy. Look, I look at me. I signed the paper, Daddy. Look at me. Yeah. I don't even want to get into any of that or just how fucking laughable and absurd he is as an individual, and just you know, fucking China is commenting that like, yeah, we're probably going to have to. There's definitely probably going to be military actions between us. That'd be great. Go to war with China, America. That's a good idea. Yeah. Just just accept that. You don't even have to accept that the notion that American exceptionalism is dead. Just accept that, like, the playing field has leveled somewhat. Not even that. Just, I mean, in some degree, people are going to have to accept that we're going to have to fight. <sighs> you know, for a long time, there was sort of this idea that the fighting had been done. Right. We just had to sort of keep things good and yeah. march and, you know, protest from time to time. But that cooler heads would prevail. Um, the things that we think of as being rational and and good would would always stay to some degree. It would it would slowly get better. Right. Mm. It'd be it'd be a, it'd be a, a, you know, a slow meandering fight, but it would just get better and better and better. We're going to have to fight, like I really fight. It's like I saw I'm not always the hugest Bill Maher fan in the world. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I find him very grating, but he said something in his monologue from last week for his show that just said, like, we finally have our tea party moment. Yeah. Like the left, quote unquote, the left has its tea party moment where they're like, you know what? Fuck all that. Yeah. And I'm seeing now they're, I don't know what the uh, protesting right now in Boston is about, if it's related to this stupid travel ban. Or it, if is, it is. 
the protest going on as we're recording there's a big protest in boston um and it is about the the travel ban and then you know there there was a reporter that came from from britain who's been detained um they just kind of took his passport and asked him to wait in a room um so you know there there's worry but it's not um it's not like people are overreacting overreacting right there is there is practical you know actual worry there and um you mentioned kayam kayam has been um touting the hashtag american spring (laughs) and i think uh, yeah i think this is probably woken a lot of people up and friends i mean do do yourself a favor or don't um of all the the resistant Twitter accounts that have popped up yeah. in recent memory, the uh, Rogue POTUS staff one mm-hmm. is the one that is will always be the hardest to prove. But the fact that nothing they post seems unreasonable or it all seems feasible is terrifying if you want to insight into what it very much might be like in that room right now. Just... Scanning Twitter, the one thing Caitlin wanted me to shut my iPad down, but I didn't want to do it before I mentioned. I should see this tweet from uh, Rachel Claire at Rachie underscore Claire. I have a list of every friend who told me Hillary was just as bad as Trump, and I read the list to myself every night like Arya Stark. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, friends. So Lord knows what the next week will bring. Yeah. Week two in Trump's America. Uh, to that end, I just want to. I just want to take a moment to, um, I inadvertently ducked on a social outing, Sasha who never sleeps. That's officially yes. her name now. Yes. Uh, Sasha who never sleeps had invited me to a uh, birthday party for a friend of hers. She's always really wanted me to like meet her circle of friends mm-hmm. for a long time. And she had invited me and I knew I had plans in the afternoon and I was probably going to be too tired. And I never really confirmed one way or the other. And really, you know, like what... What's the smallest thing you can do as a white person to, like, resist that mindset and that attitude? And go hang out with, you know, your brown friends. Yeah. And your Sri Lankan friends. And your Somali friends. So, so I, I apologize, Sasha. I should have gone out last night. I shouldn't have fallen asleep. And happy birthday, Anima. Happy birthday! Yeah, woo! To this person I don't know, but I think is probably great, because they're friends with Sasha. I'm probably like, hey... Y'all, the the downers, the geeky D's out there. Sorry, I'm trying to give you guys a name and Caitlin keeps shooting down all my... Oh, actually, no, when you say it that way, geeky D's. Geeky D's? I kind of like that. <laughs> What's up, geeky D's? I like the nurse, too. <sighs> that sounds too weird. Okay. Nurse. A weird if you have person. Suge- Listen, y'all are the listeners. If you have a suggestion for what you'd like us to uh, refer, you? To, refer yeah. to you as, by all means, you're allowed to choose your designation. So you should definitely hit us up on all the social media. Predominantly, probably our Facebook group, which is at www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. So let us know what you want to be called. But for now, the geeky D's are probably out there and they're like, why are y'all talking about politics for 20 minutes? And it's because this, it's that, important to us. It is important to us. And frankly, y'all, there really ain't much else. No. News this week. There's, um, and, and it's hard to get it up for any of even if there was, it'd kind of be a little hard to get it up when, you know, 12-year-olds are getting detained in Djibouti because yeah. they're Muslim. Yeah, it's it, 
Yeah. It's too Actual hard. fact, it's a story on Slate. Sorry, I just I didn't just pull no, that out no. of my ass. It, it's, it's just, um, it's hard to, like you said, to be really excited about things when you're like, horrible things are happening as we speak. <laughs> and we kind of sometimes, at least I feel that um, I, a little distraction is okay, but too much distra- distraction kind of got us into this mess. Yeah. So... So to that end, there's no real nerd news, but I mean, other than the overwhelming sense of dread and perpetual panic attacks, I'm sure we've both been suffering. Uh, how's your week, Kate? It's been also interesting. I've I've gone back to uh, working my part time my my part time shift, uh, which is good because it gives me some time to like read stuff and watch stuff. Oh, the heavy the heavy season in your industry is over. Yes. Yes. Mercifully. Um, so even though I, I, again, like the job I do, I, you know, when I'm supposed to be working part time, it's, uh, it's nice to actually get those hours again. So yeah. I can, you know, maybe one day do something with our, uh, <laughs> the Tumblr, the Tumblr. I have plans. There are plans. In motion, so many plans. But actually having the time to execute those plans has not been has not been there. So now I, I might have some time. Yeah, I'm on that I'm on that four day four shift week Ooh. life right now myself. Yeah. Cause it's the post Christmas light season. I'm sure I wouldn't have to be if I if I requested it or but it's kinda nice. I have other things I want to do yeah. <laughs> right now that are not just constantly unpacking boxes. Yeah, but I didn't really had way too many social outings. This week that prevented me from doing other things. I pitched around at some places, but I haven't heard anything. Oh, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna talk about way too many social outings. As now you are like tapped out from, you know, that social energy. <laughs> I get like that. Little, little bit, little bit. Um, it depends who it is. I, I couldn't. Uh, there's maybe like four people, you included, that like the current state of energy depletion social energy depletion i'm in that i could tolerate so oh thanks. kudos to you i sometimes i think the podcast should just be called like introverts are us or something <laughs> like just oh we both like to sit at shut home the blinds television. with yeah. jordan and kate <laughs> yeah exactly and we will just have moments of silence so you can feel like you're alone <laughs> <laughs> like that should be the podcast it's the moment where jordan and kate just go to separate rooms even though this is a bachelor apartment so i guess that means i go sit in the bathroom for yeah yeah. 20 minutes i get the, i get the nice chair <laughs> you get the good, <laughs> I get three, the good chair. two chairs and a bed in this place that's how we get down but yeah. it's, it's all we need um exciting for me here's something that comes up very regularly and kate hates when it does it's kind of the kind of the kate's kate's astronomy minute it's kind of like george's astronomy minute royal rumble tonight oh great oh kate's the best time of year yeah. wrestlemania season so excited nxt takeover was last night mm-hmm. that's the real start oh yeah shinsuke nakamura lost the title explosion to bobby Roode. fire basically means shinsuke's gonna be in the rumble tonight i'm telling you fireworks and the fucking pop he's gonna get when his music hits Woo. kate I'm telling you it's good times mm-hmm so I am excited for that. A uh, bit of a public service announcement while we're here. Sorry, this is a real like loose episode today, friends. Oh, yeah. I appreciate. I'm sure Kate appreciates it as well. Facebook, she knows about the Idris Elba Valentine auction. Ah, uh, yes. I was actually going to bring that up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, which is, I think we're going on like 
four people who have either oh, at least. tagged Je- me up. The homeboy Jeff wanted to know if you saw it on the Geek Down page. That's where he posted it. But I think I saw it first. So I think if I see something first, you don't see the notification. Uh, like it might clear yeah. the notification. Yeah. So Jeff wanted you to Jeff wanted you to know as well. So we're up to at least five. So I'm gonna I'm actually gonna respond I think tonight <laughs> to all of the people who have uh, 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 coolly thank you. Um, I, there's somebody else who who posted it to my wall or at least tagged my name. I I have seen it, um, but I I talked briefly about how sometimes I have like kind of just you know I I appreciate people's acting mm-hmm. um but for kind of short amount short, short amount of times like i never stop appreciating it but like i kind of i moved on think your love of idris might run its course yeah like i mean he's a great actor mm-hmm. and i enjoy watching him act uh but you know i i'm it's so there's a knock at your door if someone on your behalf yes buys you a thousand tickets for this auction yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, complete with, I believe you get a Idrisn't He Lovely t-shirt <laughs> at a certain uh, at a certain tier, uh-huh. certain expenditure expenditure tier. Um, if someone on your behalf buys you a thousand tickets for this auction and you win, mm-hmm. no idea, no idea this has happened. Just randomly one day, it's a knock on your door. You open it. There's Idris. Yeah, in a tux. Mm-hmm dozen roses mm-hmm. hey kate let's go to dinner yeah and i get to ask him about what it's like being such a good actor mm-hmm. and all the things he's worked on and you know where he's gonna go from here if he's gonna continue fighting friends you can't see the extent of the smile stretched across her face <laughs> as she's trying to very calmly describe her, her interest in the acting but it's a it's heroic almost yeah and roses not all heroes nice. wear capes friends yeah uh, roses are nice, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no. That would I, just be rude. Also, I've never actually been able to sit and meet a f- even somewhat famous person. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my, one of those uh, goals on my bucket list. is to just like have dinner with a famous person and be like, so what's it like being famous? Because um, it's never going to be an experience I ever have, right? So I, uh, I would, I would like it. I just, you know, I think there's someone out there who's probably a bigger fan. You think there are people more deserving yes. of an evening with Idris than you? Absolutely. Well, shocking. I am shocked. Are you friends. shocked? I am. Totally? <laughs> Completely? The point is, she knows, y'all. I know. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. I really, really do. She is And now, well like aware. I said, that I have more time, I'll be able to, to get back at y'all and just say thanks, and I appreciate it, and... Please post something else on my wall. <laughs> Just any, anything else, really. Fun stuff. I'll take puppies. I'm not really yeah, a you cat. Want, you want puppies? I'm not really a cat person. I'll also take babies if you have cute baby pictures. Oh, God, you, keep, you miss me with those. Send all those to Kate. All the squishy babies. Ugh. Um, I also kind of have uh, something else to mention. All right. Um, longtime listener and friend of mine, uh, Misha Hanman. Hi, Misha. Thanks for listening. Um, mentioned something to me when I saw him uh, a little while ago. And it was that apparently you and I spoke about uh, Weird Al for an entire episode in the past tense. Like he was dead? Yeah. Oh, Weird Al's not dead. No. No, he is not. <laughs> Weird Al is very much alive. 
and has a TV show called uh, Milo Murphy's Law on Disney XD. All right. And I am so sorry. I didn't want to make anyone panic. Um, he is not Yeah, dead. Not, not, not the intent, friends. If I spoke in past tense, it was more about his, his past accomplishments. Yes. And not... Yeah. So, but apparently we did it for the entire time. <laughs> So yeah, so, someone, sorry about that. Someone else commented to me about that, just on like, what is it about dudes and Weird Al? Well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, uh, someone in her life, apparently, the friend of mine who brought it up in her life was had been like a huge Weird Al fan. I was like, listen, because men were once boys, and yeah, when you're boys, nothing is funnier than another one rides the bus. <laughs> Except, well, no, I think that's just fun people. Just anyone who's fun in their life. Loves Weird Al. Well, uh, Misha might love Weird Al more than most. Maybe. Misha going to buy that box set? Probably not. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought it was funny. Neither of us noticed. We're just like, yeah. Weird Al is not dead, yeah. everyone. Sorry about that. Very much alive. Very much still doing. What was the name of the show? It's called Milo Murphy's Law. It's, a, it's an animated show. It's on Disney XD. I don't know much about it, but uh, I... Get that paper, Mr. Yankovic. And he's in all kinds... He does voice acting for tons of stuff. Like, just... He does. He was in that John Oliver Fuck 2016 video, I recall. He's always out there. Also, he was in uh, Voltron. Was he? Yeah. He played just a random voice on Voltron, so... Yeah. Getting caked. I wish I could have a career like Weird Al, but I'm just not even remotely as talented, so (laughs) there's that. (laughs) So, yeah, Weird Al, definitely not dead. Stacking that guap from the Disney the Disney company. Oh, that's the only thing that happened this week. What? Like, the day after we finished recording. Oh, episode 8 has a title. Woo. What are you talking about? Woo. Exactly. What, it wasn't a fucking national holiday on your Facebook feed? What are you talking about? Episode 8 has a title. What is... Oh, oh, Star Wars! I was like, episode eight of what show, Jordan? There's so many TV shows. There's there. only one episode eight. Uh, what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> the Last Jedi. The Last. Ooh. Ooh. It's like, oh my God, we're so excited. Plaster it all over Facebook. It's three fucking words. Um, cool your jets. I did not see this. Um, well, that's what's going to be called. Star Wars episode eight. The Dash. Jedi. The Last Jedi. I think it's colon. Whatever. Pretty sure it's going. M dash. Uh, that's that's neat. Start the speculation for the next eighteen months. Ugh. You animals. I can't. It just takes so much energy. Who is the last Jedi? Is it Luke? Is it Ray? Jedi's plural Je- plural for Jedi. Maybe it's everyone. Maybe you're the last Jedi. I am definitely the last Jedi. Caitlin McKinnon, M dash, the last Jedi. Semicolon. <laughs> There's. <laughs> semicolon LLB. <laughs> there was the only thing of news that happened this week. I apologize, friends. This segment is just mad loose yeah, and sprawling. Well, but you know what? It's our hey. It's the last episode of our year. <laughs> if if I recall, the first couple episodes we ever did at this time of year, they were pretty sprawling as well. So yeah, and and we're gonna keep it relatively short. We just we don't have much news. Things are kind of crazy in the world. People kind of want to feel comfortable, like we're hanging with them in their living room. They don't want like a tight news segment. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Keeping it light and tight. And 
since we don't have any news, I think it's a good time to break. Yeah, we'll take a pause here. It's we're been a half a... hour. I don't know what more you people need. Yeah, we're going to have a snack. It's going to be great. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the thing we watched. Because it's a watch party episode. Woo! Been a while since we did one of those. Yeah. And in honor of its first season concluding to a fair bit of acclaim, and it being from people Caitlin and I both like and enjoy... Uh, We're going to come back after this brief moment and talk about The Good Place. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the program. This is the part of the show where Caitlin and I would usually talk about the things we had given each other, things from our areas of fandom that the other person may have missed that we wanted each other to check out. But nay, not this week. Nay, good sir. (laughs) (laughs) This week, Kate and I decided to watch the same thing. We do that sometimes. Sometimes there are things out there floating in the ether that are probably something that we would like that neither of us have checked out. And we're like, damn. We fucking up. Yeah, and you know what? This actually came from a suggestion on on either of our sides from friends slash listeners of, of ours. Yeah, I just... It, well, it wrapped up the season this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of, like, other TV podcasts and whatnot kind of doing postmortems. What'd you like of the season? Did you think it worked out? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I threw it to you just like, hey, that might be something interesting we want to check out and you were like someone else just told me about this which was misha who i just mentioned who happened to say that uh was asking if i'd seen the good place and thought i'd really like it um i like Kristen bell and you know to dance and stuff so yeah um i'm glad we checked it out so as kate said that's what we checked out it is the good place it is a nbc sitcom that airs on nbc in the states and global tv in canada ran 13 episodes uh created by Mike Shore, who I guess most listeners would know as Moe's from The Office. Or, for those of you who have not seen The Office, like myself... Um, what? I never watched The American Office. I know about it. Like, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I. That's the thing I wouldn't give you, though, because it doesn't start strong. I would have to pick, like, you know... Certain episodes. I have to give you like four episodes. Yeah. I'll give those to you. Um, you might also uh, recognize his name from writing credits and directing credits for Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, Parks and Rec. And Parks and Rec is his biggest thing to this point. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's worked on Saturday Night Live and doing Weekend Update and all kinds of stuff. Bunch of stuff y'all like. Bunch of stuff we like. So when The Good Place was wrapping up. It's season. I said to Kate, hey, maybe this is the sort of thing we check. We should check out. And Kate agreed. So that's what we did. But before we get into it, we still have rules. The first rule being the rule of three. The rule of three. Which means that we will watch three episodes in this case um, to see, you know, how things come along. Give the thing a chance to be the thing it's going to be. Especially when you're dealing with something like a sitcom. Sometimes it's a good idea because the pilot can sometimes end up being nothing like the show turns out to be yes uh the second rule is hashtag save it for the pod hashtag save it for the pod caitlin and i will not talk about the thing we were asked to watch until we are sitting down in front of it we will give no opinions no complaints no praise no nothing 
Nothing. It can be very hard from time to time. We've gotten pretty good at it. Pretty good at it. We, I treaded the line a little bit. I didn't put a value judgment on it, but I did say this. I was happy that we had chosen this. Yes. It's pretty, it's pretty packed. And why is it packed? Because there's a lot going on, which means there's going to be spoilers, which is rule number three. It is, which it, it, it's a rule and a policy just that there are going to be spoilers. We are. This is kind of a show where really the turns are important. So I would say if you're interested, you should peace out. And this will kind of veer now into the discussion because the thing about this show, even though it is a 30 minute sitcom on a network. Yeah. And it does usually kind of follow that three act structure yeah. where like there's a pot. I haven't really seen a B plot on any of these. A little bit. The last one I watched did have a B plot. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your A plot. You have your B plot. Somebody learns a lesson by the end of it. Blah, blah, blah. You know the Dan Harmon, Circular Joseph Campbell Heroes Journey <laughs> school, yeah. of, school of Narrative. But the way this one is different is there is an overarching plot to the season. And it is very serialized. Yes. Which means there is a story thread that goes through every episode and progresses as it goes along. So there will be things... Characters will change. There will be actions that have lasting effects on the show, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So we will get into that. Uh, I don't know how many Kate watched. I was a little confused. <laughs> I was confused. When I watched it because I ended up Initially, yeah. getting something out of order, um, which is actually a good thing, which I'll get into in a minute. But yes, very tightly wound. As we are talking about the story, we will talk about things that happen in three. I, th- I kind of kept watching. I got to four. I, don't know I got many. to four. Okay. Yeah. So... We're going to get into some of these details a little bit. So, Kate. Yeah. Tell us what The Good Place is about. The Good Place is about Eleanor, who all of a sudden appears in what looks like an office and is told that basically she has died and arrived at The Good Place. And it's not really the heaven that people talk about. Um, and really, there was only one person on Earth <laughs> to get it 92% correct, which is... <laughs> oh, God. Hold on, I wrote his name down in my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have many notes for this show, but I, I did write this down because it made me really happy. Basically, the Eleanor character, played by Kristen Bell, is speaking to Michael, who is not God or... He's not the... Uh, he, he's not the God. He's not the Michael. He, um, he's not he, the angel Michael, no. He, he seems like he could kind of be, though. He's... He might be somewhat angelic. Yes. He um, He is an architect. Yes. Uh, and he is there to guide Eleanor into this process of joining the good place. And Eleanor, having recently found out she was deceased, asks, well, who was who, who was right? Yeah. I'm just curious, like, who who was right? And Michael says, well, you know, the, the Christians were about five. Everybody's about 5% right. You mm-hmm. know, Hindus got some of it right. Christians got some of it right. Really, there's only one guy who had handle on it, Doug Forsett from Calgary, who got really high one night. <laughs> on his, shrooms. And his buddy said, what do you think happens when we die? He came the closest. 92%. 92%. Um, so there are these little good bits like that about it. Um, there's, It's not very religious. No. It's, it is all about, though, how you know you're a good person so you come to the good place and bad people not, not just a good person it the the what does he say the top what like percentage ni- like 93 percent like yeah it's, it's high yeah so you are a fantastic person and everybody else goes to the bad place so basically imagine they, they've worked out a perfect system yes perfect system basically it's like uh imagine if you know your actions in like fallout 3 actually yielded actual afterlife benefits mm-hmm 
because as Michael states in the in the instructional vi- the opening orientation video, every action in your life, no matter how small or large, basically there's a value put on it. The greater the deed, the more value it kind of adds to your general pot of goodness. And then when you kick it, they tally it up and decide who goes to the bad place and who goes to the good place. And a very small percentage of people go to the good place. Yeah. Um, so... Eleanor, she gets there. She has all this explained. She meets um, Chidi, who is supposed to be her soulmate. Everyone gets a soulmate. Everyone. Soulmates are real. Everyone has one. Everyone has one. And um, she gets in and she talks to Chidi and, you know, says, will you promise to stand by me no matter what? And he says, of course. And she reveals to him that she's not supposed to be there. There has been an error. She's the wrong Eleanor. Yes. And she is not the human rights lawyer, hunger striking, saving orphans, Eleanor. She is actually a piece of human garbage. She is a like on fire piece of human garbage. Like she is a dumpster fire. Yes. Um, and Chidi, who is actually a, a professor of ethics. Yes. Um, eventually, through them talking and discussing it, and Eleanor kind of proving she's worth it, decides that he's going to help her become worthy of the good place because Eleanor's presence is affecting the good place it is because the good place is basically set up as a series of neighborhoods mm-hmm. everyone gets a place to live everyone gets a soulmate everyone apparently sustains themselves purely on frozen yogurt yeah because um, everyone loves frozen yogurt but there's a bunch of them apparently scattered throughout the good place apparently this is the first one Michael has been in charge of yeah apparently we are led to believe and so he's freaking out because there will be it will rain garbage sometimes. Um, there giant uh, frogs and giraffes will will be walking about. Everyone will be suited in the maize and blue of the University of Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Inexplicably, uh, Eleanor's presence is having an effect. So that's Chidi's motivation, really. For initially, anyway, Chidi would love to snitch on her and just be like, "We got to yeah. tell Michael and fix this," um, but because her impact is having an effect on things he agrees to help her to try and keep things level in the good place and eventually there's sort of this idea that he doesn't want her to go to the bad place i mean it's it's a bad place there's lots of screaming and <laughs> and fire was it what is her name is it patricia uh janet 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 who is like she's not a robot she's not an android but she's like some sort of like She's like a stewardess, like kind of, yeah. She's an assistant she's and like an a, encyclopedia. A secre- yes, she's like a, a. That's a very good way to put it. She's like a living encyclopedia, and you just kind of go, "Hey, Janet," and Janet like appears and will answer any question you have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the line when Eleanor wants some information and she calls Janet, <laughs> and it's like, "Is there like a search history here? Like, are you gonna, or is this confidential?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "I assure you, any question you ask for me is completely confidential." No one will see it, not even Michael. So what pornography would you like to watch? <laughs> She's like, oh, God, no. Um, they ask Janet what the bad place is like. And she's like, I am not. That's the one question I cannot answer you. However, I can play you an audio recording of what is happening in the bad place right now. And it's just like, I don't even remember. It's like screaming. Screaming and there's like fire. Does somebody and... yell that bear has two mouths? I, don't <laughs> I think so. But anyway, so the bad place is not. It's not that idea of like, there's the real cute version of hell sometimes where like, you know. I went to hell and it was just a table with a giant banquet and people were seated around. Did you ever hear this? It might be like no. a Catholic Catholic school remnant. No. Um, but all the utensils were giant and nobody could feed themselves. And then I went to heaven and it was the exact same scenario, but people were feeding each other. 
and that's like the difference between heaven and hell uh no hell is actually hell and people are being tortured and (laughs) things of that sort um so and the discussion continues specifically between heaven and hell uh the good place and the bad place and why there isn't a medium place yes (laughs) because she is not like a horrible person like she hasn't killed anyone well but okay yes she has not committed any acts of genocide but but she also is not a good person so is there just kind of like a medium place for medium people (laughs) um but there doesn't seem to be so but anyway that's the plot hot take kate mckinnon how'd you like it um i loved it so did i yeah um especially probably right now when things are you know not great yeah kind of felt real nice to just dig in there and 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 it was it's a really diverse cast which is nice um yep chidi chidi is from Sen- <laughs> senegal, senegal. <laughs> um, a bit where she's where to prove that <laughs> that she's not totally selfish mm-hmm. chidi is like can you remember one detail about me and because she's a fucking narcissist she's like well can you name one thing about me and he rattles off like 15 things that she said he's like just tell me one thing and she's like africa <laughs> And she's like, is it? And no, she says, is it racist if I say you're from Africa? And he's like, yes, 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 yes it is. Africa's not a country. Yeah. Uh, no, he's from Senegal. Um, there is a uh, next door neighbor to Eleanor and Chidi named Tahani, who is a London raised Pakistani gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and her soulmate, John Yu, who is a uh, Thai Buddhist monk, allegedly. Yes. <laughs> Come to find out later. He's not. He's also here by accident. He also should not be there. And he is an amateur DJ. He's a, actually a Filipino amateur DJ from, oh God, where is he from? Uh, the Philippines? No, he's from Florida. <laughs> like, Oh, right. Sorry. I thought, yeah. Um, yeah, he's actually like, he's a total like monster. He's a walking monster energy drink. And, and he's a drug, isn't, doesn't he, isn't he also a drug dealer or a drug smuggler? Probably. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's what he did for money. Yeah. Um, Eleanor's job before she got to the good place was uh selling fake defrauding old people i think yeah selling selling, selling fake medicine, medicine too. that's actually just chalk <laughs> that, that they're not allowed to call medicine um so yeah it's it's interesting to watch because on the one hand it is a sitcom that's doing this you know the things we expect sitcoms to do but it's also a really tightly serialized story about like and from what i have heard and the second i heard this I went, oh, it's probably this. And then I did inadvertently, not inadvertently, I said it at the time, I didn't care. I still don't. Um, heard that there was a twist at the end of the season. Yes, I think I know what it is as well. And the I second I heard there was a twist at the end of the season, I went, well, it's probably this. Yeah, actually. And then I heard a spoiler cast and they said, it was that. And I went, yeah. Even before, I didn't know there was a, a twist, even before that, um, Senior Correspondent called it. Mm. Like, straight up, just like, first episode was like, I bet it's this. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Go back to that metaphor I made earlier. Um, yeah. That's all, that's all, I'll tell, all I'll tell the people. So, I mean, it's not even knowing that twist and what's coming. This isn't a revolutionary show. It's still a network sitcom, but it's fun. And it's not dumb funny in the way that, like... Brooklyn Nine-Nine is dumb funny. Like, we all, we both enjoy Brooklyn Nine-Nine quite a lot. I adore, you adore Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The laughs are not smart. Fair, not fair, uh, fair not to say. always. Fair to say. Sometimes, not always. This has got, you know, this is a show that talks about, like, ethics. And, yeah. like, 
Aristotle. And and what I really like about the show is it's not just, um, you know, Eleanor Kristen Bell's uh, character being helped out by all her, you know, just her story being helped by all these other people. Mm. You know, Chidi has his own story that he's following and the others all have their own side story. Mm. It's not just about her. Um, so I really like that aspect of it. And I loved that they just were really, they didn't try and draw things out. You know, it's and, pretty, it moves pretty quick. You, you get, quick. you get a cliffhanger every, every end of every episode, you get a cliffhanger yeah. that keeps it moving. And it changes things, right? Um, yeah. It changes the story all of a sudden. It's not like it's, she's, you know, from what I can tell, it's not like episode after episode, she's just trying to be a better person until finally she deserves to be there. There are things happening in the story mm-hmm. that are just changing the entire, what you think of the entire world. So like end of like, the first episode kind of ends on a button because it's a pilot, right? Yes. They didn't They didn't know what they were going to get. Mm-hmm. But like the second episode, someone slides a note under the door that says you don't belong here. So someone knows. Yeah. So you, oh my God, someone knows that she's not supposed to be there. The episode after that, um, you find out about John Yu. Yeah. And like not being, what's his name? Jason, Jason Melendez? Is that uh, his actual name? Uh, Jason Mendoza. Jason Mendoza. Yes, his name's not John Yu. His name's Jason Mendoza. Um, and then as he, because in life, he was not really allowed to be himself because he was basically hired to fake being this dead mouse impersonator. Yeah. And that became too much for him because he wanted more. He wanted to be appreciated for himself and then basically whipped the mask off and said, I can't remember what his DJ name was, but it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, wanting to be himself again, he is about to, you know, blab everything at this, was it a restaurant opening of some sort? They narrowly avert him blabbing and exposing both himself and Eleanor. Yeah. Eleanor's got to do some, some kind of rotten shit. Yeah. To cause a distraction, which causes a sinkhole to open in the yes. restaurant, which at the end of that episode looks like it's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so the entire... The entire existence of this quote unquote neighborhood town, what have you, is uh being threatened. So that will be that's as far as I got. I don't know if you got any I know that I just got I got right there. So that'll be where where we get to after this. Uh I definitely plan to stick with it. Me too. Um I wanna see where it goes. It's and it's really fast. Like Yeah. Because I guess with commercials, this is really only like twenty something minutes. And yeah, I think in the in the version of it I was watching, I think the first two episodes may have been aired together yes. initially. Um, they're set up like chapters. They say part. Yep. They say chapter or part. I don't I think they say chapter. Um, so they definitely have like that novelistic feel in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so if the second episode was, or sorry, if the first episode was like actually the pilot in the second episode, that would be like forty five minutes. I did not even notice. Yeah. The one criticism I have is we're not joking eleanor is a fucking trash bag oh yeah like terrible like to the point where it stops being funny like ricky gervais on steroids terrible like right and i with no insight you got a little bit there's an episode where she admits that like she has insecurities and when she thinks people are better than her or whatever she lashes out sort of thing yeah you don't really get an insight and you see you see flashbacks of people in their lives yeah eleanor specifically and you get a little bit of john Yu. so you see how she was in life and i'm not gonna lie when she walks by a guy trying to hand a flyer about the environment 
He's like, do you have any time? Do you have any time to talk about the environment? And she says, do you have any time to eat my farts? <laughs> Not a phrase I was expecting to hear at a Kristen Bell. Made me laugh a lot. Um, but she, yeah, she's a terrible human being to the point where it was starting to grade on me. And it's like, I don't need my characters to be likable right. necessarily, but like, you got to give me something. Now, that said, Kayla and I were talking on Facebook this morning because I was a little confused and ended up... Uh, inadvertently episode 12 started oh shows 13 episodes long episode 12 started you must have been very confused was very confused but it started with a flashback of her life huh and showing basically the moment when she died and it doesn't spoil anything to say that at that moment she passes by the uh the environmentalist guy again and he kind of like calls her on it right He's like, you know, every time I see you, I see you all the time and you're always mean to me. Why are you always mean to me? And she's literally saying, like, I'm not even mean to you. I just don't care. The second you are out of my line of sight, you cease to exist. And she's doing this really exaggerated, like, turning around. Right. Like, you don't exist? Oh, there you are. I don't care. You don't exist. And as she's walking away, he goes, why are you like this? And she turns around and starts to have this thing about, like, why am I like this? You don't know anything about me, like blah, blah, blah. So they're suggest, you know, suggesting that there are reasons for this that may get addressed. Now, this was episode 12. We'll see how she goes in the next like eight episodes. It's going to take me to get to that point. But I right. mean, the writers are aware that she's not just unlikable. She's really. And these are the flashbacks, it should be said. Like, yes. This is not how she is all the time in the show. You don't have to deal with that all the time in the show. But when you see how she was before, it's like, ooh, that's a little hard to root for. That's also kind of impressive in a standard network sitcom. I mean, Seinfeld kind of did that a little bit with unlikable characters. but Yeah, which I never actually really liked Seinfeld, so there you go. But I really like, like you said, the, these flashbacks. I, and I'm not even rooting for her necessarily in the mm. show. Um, I love Chidi. I think he's like just <laughs> the best character. He's a really good character. Um, and I like some of the other characters as well. I can't remember their names. The two guys with the trash. They're just so just excited. so amped about picking up trash. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I really like Ted Danson in this. Let's just take a moment to just appreciate Theodore motherfucking Danson. <laughs> is that his middle name? It is now. <laughs> I fucking love Ted Danson. You have not seen Fargo, no. the second season? No, I haven't. I haven't seen the first season. You don't need to. Oh, okay. Um, the first season was one thing, which was kind of like based around what the actual movie was. But then the second season was basically about the TV version of Frances McDormand, her dad. Ah. And her grandfather. The grandfather was Ted Danson. He's like this old, you know, Minnesota sheriff type thing. Yeah. And he's just fucking awesome in it. Um, you may get Fargo sooner than later, that second season. Alright. Um, and he's great in this. You're just, you just love to see him. The character is so fucking dopey. <laughs> yeah, and, and he, he's sort of, he's... <laughs> he, he wears suspenders. He's really <laughs> amped to wear suspenders to that restaurant opening. And <laughs> he keeps saying all these things about him. And, uh, Tehani is like... You, you, are, you are talking about suspenders, right? Like the, the the this, and she makes like the thumb in your suspender stretch motion. Yeah. He's like, you can do that with that. <laughs> <laughs> He's so amped. And he and he plays this um sort of fuddy duddy kind of like character, but it also has some really 
like he's just he, he has a really great comedic timing as well. He's kind of bumbling a little bit. Yeah. yeah um, but you, you you're kind of rooting for him. He's like a really dopey angel, I guess, where he's made he he wants everything to go well because he's the architect and he's made this this world for these people and he wants it all to work out and he doesn't know what's going on and and yeah, it's just it's a really interesting character and I he's wonderful as it as Michael. Um and I do want to shout out his name apparently is William Jackson Harper, the actor who plays Cheedy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, really hasn't done anything before this. He was on the ele- the reboot of the elect the two thousand nine reboot of the Electric Company. There was a two thousand nine reboot of the Electric Company. Uh, apparently, it ran from two thousand nine to twenty thirteen. What? According to according to it's on Wikipedia. It must be true. Um, he has, and this is a this is a loaded statement. I realize he his timing reminded me a lot of Community era Donald Glover. Yeah. He's got a lot of that, like, just when you're reacting to something and you yeah. kind of talk over somebody as you're reacting to something. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, really kind of deadpan, like, that's not that's not a thing. Like, Yeah. And I know you like that he gets stomach aches all the time when he's stressed Every out. Every time he's stressed out, he gets a stomach ache. And um, the Michael, Ted Dance character, is trying to get him to explore new hobbies. <laughs> and he wants him to, like be an explorer and arc welding yeah, <laughs> arc welding and he's just every time he's like i just i have a really i have a stomach ache <laughs> I, I don't like this i have a stomach ache um and yeah he's a fabulous fabulous character and i like that they kind of explore things with him a little bit more yeah he's it was not, nice to see him get a b plot yeah he's not just there for eleanor he has his own sort of journey yeah. I, I really love that and um everyone in the cast has really does have great timing and it, it reminds me a little bit of community in that they're you know there are not good they're some of them not very good people right and it's sort of this weird eclectic group trying to move towards a goal Yeah, that's actually that's more apt than i think i even realized as i was, as I was watching it Kristen bell is obviously the joe McHale character like mm-hmm. kind of a scumbag kind of out for herself yeah um I guess Jen, you and Tahani are the closest thing to a Troy and Abed you're going to get. Just that, yeah. <laughs> that vibe where like, she just wants him to talk so much. Yeah. Um, and they do really well. She does seem like a two-faced piece of shit. Like, but actually, she's like a she's really... Actually, that's, that's yeah, actually, actually that a good person. Kick punches for the good place. I'm going to say eight. Yeah, I'm the same. Good. Yeah. We very rarely <laughs> agree on these things. Um, I haven't seen enough to warrant anything higher than that, but it's really good. Yeah, it's a solid show. And as, again, especially at a time that's so, um, it's so like the world being kind of dark and gritty and stark right now. I feel like having a nice show to watch that deals with people being awful and maybe learning to be good, mm. um, is something that, yeah can make you feel just a tiny bit better so you can face the day and having to smuggle your friends uh, out of the United States. <laughs> if that's a thing you might have to do. And I also think, uh, I believe this show did not get quite all of the shine it deserved. I think NBC yeah. did it a little dirt as far as like scheduling it and moved whatnot. It from Monday to Thursday. And they moved it around. But they don't do that. They take these holiday hiatuses now. Like, yeah. Where show goes away for like three months and then comes back for like six episodes. It's like, don't do that. Why can't you just air it all at once? So anyway, if you missed it, because we missed it, it is out there. 
Uh, not anywhere. You you real... might you might be able to find sometimes global online. If, yeah, that's the thing. It's on global. If you have if you, if you are a cable subscriber, you can definitely watch it on the global site or their app but or on demand. But sometimes they actually just have episodes up. Mm. I don't know if they, I haven't checked it out. Um, it definitely seems like the thing, and given that, oh, not a lot of NBC stuff, but who knows how that will shake out. It seems perfect for Netflix. Like yes. I, it, oh, absolutely. It will more than likely end up on there sooner than later. And when it does, yeah, it's a hearty endorsement from your pals at the Geekdown that you should definitely check that out, all you geeky I like that name. <laughs> I, think it, I think it works well. I think people are going to respond really well you to think it. they're going to respond to that? Yeah. Should be said, not only is it a player in our name, it's also a play on... Uh, legendary toronto dive bar sneaky d's it is yeah so we got the toronto connection in there we got connection to the show title it's just an all around, all around decent name yeah so that ends that before we get out of here do we need to check any updates um i forgot that this season of deep space nine was so good well <laughs> i i didn't i didn't know i was told by uh-huh. Uh, senior correspondent that this season that we're watching gets amazing what season is this um that's a great question it's a season with a number on it it is i think it's season five all right i think so um all i know is that apparently the next six episodes are just like mind-blowing mind-blowing so we're gonna take some time probably tonight and maybe just go through all we're gonna fold some socks and we're gonna watch all six episodes i think that's what's gonna happen yeah how many fucking socks do you have a lot we have a lot of socks so many socks yeah well i have work socks and then i've got travel socks and then i've got at home socks uh-huh. um and then there's like workout socks this is elaborate this is the life i lead there's only one thing worth mentioning you know what it is kate is it gonna be wrestling no oh it's the other thing you love talking about uh, what's the other thing i love talking about Terrace House! Uh, oh no. Is that over yet? Yes. And that's why we have to talk about it. Oh, gosh. Because you know what they did? What I did sent it? you the video, and I don't think you fully appreciated it. I'm pointing at you with my pen. You are. I don't think you it's f- right in my face. <laughs> I don't think you fully appreciated what was happening in that episode. Every episode of Terrace House starts with the panel yeah. that we've come up with, seated around some sort of living room area. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do the introduction, you know, blah, blah, blah. Terrace House of the Show, Six Strangers, blah, blah, blah. We provided nothing but a house and a car, and there's no script, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Then they move into the recap. The last episode of Terrace House started with the panel in Terrace House. I, I didn't notice. They were sitting around the actual Terrace House living room, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> brain matter on the wall. I was just like, you fucks. Why? why and then they that? like acted out like a typical Terrace House like day and like... The dude with uh, the glasses was like the new guy moving in. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really cute, and I liked it. And, and oh and, wow, look at that face! You liked it so much. And ha- Hansan and Nachan came back for a visit. That's nice. And stupid Armand finally got some. Oh really? Good for you, Armand. So now Aloha State has started. I'm not watching it because I have plans to watch it with Travis and Sasha. I have not watched any of Aloha State. I have no opinions on the quality of Aloha State. You're scum. I have watched none of Aloha State. I have definitely not watched half of Aloha State. (laughs) Do they know this? 
Do they know you have done this? You have betrayed them? They will now because Travis listens to the show now, I think. <laughs> Hi, Travis. Travis tweeted about it. Oh. Travis thanks, likes Travis. it when we talk to him direct- directly. So, hey, what's up, Travis? Hey. How's it going, Travis? Get us more of them social media. <laughs> Get us more of that social media juice. Um, yeah, it's just... And I will say this. Mm-hmm. When I finally get people to like check out an episode, mm-hmm. it is an immediate investment. <laughs> I just don't have one of those brains. I was talking to uh, a friend from back home who uh, had recently finished Yuri on Ice. Yeah. She's super, she super got into Yuri on Ice. She's like, what should I watch now? I'm like, you know, check out some Terrace House. <laughs> 20 minutes later, a baseball player and barista totally need to hook up. <laughs> Um, you know what would actually pique my interest? Hmm. A show about people slowly getting out of debt, because that is relevant <laughs> to my life. So if there was a show about, you know, oh, uh, the struggles of some 30-something, maybe late 20-somethings who can't find a good job and are really in debt and want to, you know, have a life, and they slowly, you know, take doesn't, on... Uh, doesn't Gail Von Oxide, isn't that her show? Is that the Scottish woman who tells people? I don't know. She's a she's a shunke lady who is it debt deals with do, couples usually. Debt do us part? Yes. Yeah, I watch that show. I bet you do. Um, but if it was like an ongoing, and you could see after some, they come back and tell you how out of debt they are. <laughs> that why is someone that is on the board? You want the comeback? You want the comeback show? That is on the board. You want to tell debt do us part success stories? Yeah, and even just like you know, they're in a house to save money. That's why they're all living there. They share one car <laughs> to save money. And, you know, they all work together to try and pay off their debt. Um, Aloha State sounds good as the original. There, I said it. Um, well, weren't you going to... Did you binge Frontier? Did you watch it? No, I, I said I was going to binge Frontier this week, if I could. This week you're going to do it. Yeah, this coming week. Um, I watched the first episode of Medici. What is that? Is that the Jeremy Irons thing? Uh, no, that's the Borgias. Okay. Uh, that's a little can't, bit after the Medici's. Can't keep, can't keep my family straight. Yeah. Um, it was... Uh, <laughs> eh. Eh. Mm. Mm. It was all right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to think. I was just Terrace House and, and wrestling edits. Where they take a two-hour show and break it down to 20 minutes. Yeah, that's... That was, that was my life. Um, yeah, it's a real bummer out there for the anime season. It was like... I have no interest in anything. Ever since Haikyuu ruined my life. What's which one's the Haikyuu? The volleyball show. Oh yeah. Are you still watching? Is it done? I'm done. Okay, I don't <laughs> fin- know. Finished it. You know, ma- made fun of you for <laughs> for watching Voltron in a day. Fifty episodes of Haikyuu was done in like a week. Yeah. So you have nothing <laughs> to make fun of me about. So yeah, uh, Weebs, if you're out there and you have any uh, suggestions. For anything from this anime season not even this anime season fuck this anime season it all looks like trash but i mean i might i might check out monster i left berserk alone for a while so i was trying that out but if there's something out there macross delta i was trying i was trying a bunch of shit but if you got if you got the the anime heat rock out there that you know i should be checking out get at get at me on the twitters which is at geekdownpod which is also our Tumblr, geekdownpod.tumblr.com. Which Caitlin may, Caitlin swears, may do something with, hopefully in the next week. You may get something for that. and uh, Or our Facebook group, which is at www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. And I believe that will do it. 
Yeah, though you can definitely, um, if you ever have any suggestions for things we should watch, um, like we had for this week, or if you have questions about the show, or you just have questions you want us to answer, you can also you can email us, you can get, a, get at us on Twitter or Facebook, and we will do our best to reply as soon as possible. Yes, we will. And next week... It'll be something. It'll... It'll be the anniversary show. <laughs> It'll be the actual anniversary show. What will that be? Nah, well, mm-hmm. you only can find out when we do. Yeah, okay, we got to talk about it. It'll be the first to know because we got to adjust our schedule because it's some f- some sport event is happening. Super Bowl. <laughs> if one of us is excited about, not the one you would expect. People know I my team's not. You're saying your but... team's not playing. Your team came. Your team came close. Yeah. The cheese people. They came close. The pack. The pack, the Green Bay Packers. The cheese people. <laughs> Anyways, they got their asses handed to them. But they gave it a good shot. Was it, was maybe. it Peyton, Peyton Manning? What? Is that who, is that who won? Oh. Well, is that, is yeah. that who beat the cheese people? No, he did not beat the cheese people. Who beat the cheese people? We don't need to go. Stop calling them. You know what? We're not going into this right who, now. Who's in the pork skin classic? Kaim is loving this bit right now, by the way. Why? Because he loves, he loves feigning, or exaggerating, uh, sport stupidity. Like when you call basketball hooper ball. Uh, who I have never heard that before. Hooper ball. Yeah, or like when I call the Green Bay Packers the cheese people. The cheese people. <laughs> playing in the, um, playing in the pork skin classic. We're not gonna get into it because that's not that's not part of the geekiness <laughs> I'm gonna bring to here. But it's part of your geekiness. This is just a personal thing <laughs> that I. I will talk to anyone about football, and I will talk to them about it. They all think I'm crazy, but it is basically a live-action chess game, and it is intense. Yeah, it's war games, right? It's But it's like it's so much more than just people running and throwing balls. It's strategy. It's knowing what the other people are doing. It's, it's, it's nickel defenses. It's... <sighs> <laughs> I can't even. All right, let's go. We gotta go. It's the Falcons and the Patriots. It is. I know who's playing. I'm glad you're not as ignorant as you feigned. Um, I don't know what a nickel defense I is, but hate the Patriots. Everybody hates the Patriots. No, I know people who like them. Then you need to stop being friends with them. I know. It's like being a Yankees fan. Like it's just Ugh. stop. It's worse. It is worse. Or Warriors fan in basketball. Like it's just. What about the Wizards? Does anyone ever make fun of Wizards fans? I don't think I no one even do the Wizards have fans? <laughs> I don't know. I just If you're was... a Washington Wizards fan, get, get at us. We're yeah. very curious if you actually exist. Friends. Do you guys have like a Harry Potter thing that you do? <laughs> I just feel like that would be a really good <laughs> that, That's your interest. You want a sport you want a magic themed sports team. You have the Orlando Magic, you got the Washington Wizards. <laughs> There's so many options for you. <laughs> I just thought it'd be a cool cross campaign they could do, especially if the Orlando Magic. I mean, I mean that's where Harry Potter World is. I feel like why hasn't someone done that yet? You are leaving money on the table, National Basketball Association, <laughs> on the board. Ah. Well, on that utterly stupid note, we're gonna get the hell out of here before we uh, ruin our reputation anymore. So. <laughs> Please come back and join us next week for the Super Deluxo Anniversary Show, which will probably just be closer to a regular episode than nah, but we hope you will join us for it. Until then, my name is Jordan Ferguson. And my name is Caitlin McKinnon. And thanks for joining us so much for another episode of the Geek Down Podcast. Kate and I will both see you back here next week. See you then.
Kate. Yeah. He gonna win me over. <laughs> yeah, he gonna win, he gonna win me over. All right. Oh, oh no, honey, no, 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 no. no.